Hey guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. I'm back here with Chris, I'm Ryan, and we're going to give you guys a quick rundown of Game 1 in the Round 1 series of the Stars and the Flames. Hey Chris, how's it going? It's going alright. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay too. I wish the game had gone better. Uh, before we get into our game, we just got to say the Columbus and the Tampa Bay Lightning game, that was absolutely extraordinary. Uh, they literally started before the Stars game, and they ended way after the Stars ended. So uh, I, th I think it was the fourth longest game in postseason history, and it just happened to be the first game of the 2020 playoffs, right? So go COVID. Yep, both teams looked like the Stars out there. They couldn't put a puck in the freaking net. <laughs> For five, well, four and a half periods, technically, I guess. Yeah. But Okay, so uh, I'm just going to give a quick rundown of some notes that I have here, and I just want to get your reaction to anything that uh, you think needs to be mentioned. All right, so starting in the first period, it was 2-1 to one in shots for the Flames about two and a half minutes in. So the Stars looked okay at that point. And then about five minutes in, the Stars actually hit a post. So the Stars were getting that early, getting that early jump. And then uh, yeah, I thought the first on, five minutes of the game, the stars look the stars look good up until the up until the penalty kill that they had to do. Like they didn't look amazing, but they were doing all right. Felt like they were controlling the game for the most part. Right, and right before that, Haskinen had a great chance. And uh, you know, speaking of that penalty that Radulov took, that was completely embellished. That was a bunch of crap. Yeah, it was embellished, but it was also a penalty too, so I get it. It, it was just unnecessary from Radulov, in my opinion, which he's been known to take unnecessary penalties. Yeah, was it embellished? Yes. Did Radulov set a pick? Probably. Um, and then on that ensuing penalty kill, uh, there was a goal by Dylan Dubé from uh, Lucic and Backland at 10:54, and that was a power play goal. And it would be the only power play that Calgary would have in the entire game, and they took advantage. Yeah, so, and I think that's fine. I think we know they're going to score power play goals. Of course, we need to find a way to stop it, but it was their only one. So as long as we're staying out of the box and we can figure out the penalty kill, I don't think that's going to be a big deal in the future for the series. So right after that power play goal, um, Perry and Kachuk decided to throw the mitts down and have a tea party and show each other's fists. So, um, honestly, with that fight, it was a good little tussle, but I guess it was good to get Kachuk off the ice for five minutes, and we didn't have to see him for five minutes. That's The more time he's in the penalty box, uh, the less time he has to be dangerous and score and make chances and stuff like that. But, yeah. honestly, the, Perry, go ahead, go ahead. The impact of that is is more so that we're keeping Kachuk off the ice and we're getting in his face. In his face. That we were that's what we were talking about last podcast, right? We're saying we need to get in Kachuk's face and make him feel uncomfortable. Same thing with Gaudreau. And that's what we did all game. Gaudreau and Kachuk had no points in this game. And I think one of them was even minus one and plus minus. So defense, for the most part, did their job at stopping Kachuk and Gaudreau from having any impact in this game. I really, really wish, though, that Perry could have been on the ice more because, you know, we, we gave him a lot of crap for what he's done as we all think about the winter classic and stuff like that but he's been one of our better forwards yeah i mean he had a goal in uh 
uh, what game was it? The Vegas game, I think, in the round robin. So, um, anyways, later on, the goal scorer for the Calgary Flames, Dylan Dubé, actually took a penalty, and that was actually a really dangerous play that uh, he had. If you have time, go look it up on YouTube. And the Stars had a power play, and it was mentioned by the announcers on uh, Fox Sports Southwest that in the round robin series, they were one for nine. And for a team that does not score very much, that is not a good statistic to have. And we really, really, really need to make sure that that increases. That's going to be the only way we win. you agree with that? Well, I think I think that statistic just comes from the overall lack of scoring. I think if you're, if you're not scoring in general, you're not scoring on the power play, obviously. So I think it's more so an issue of just overall not scoring rather than specifically power play scoring. I think once guys find the back of the net, it's going to come on the power play too. Well, and then the other thing I noticed about the ensuing power play when we got our first power play is that our big boys did not come out uh, from the very beginning. I mean, it was like a weird combination. I think Foxa was on the ice. I mean, it was uh, four forwards and a defenseman, but, you know, Sagan was not out there. Radulov, uh, Ben, uh, I mean, Klingberg was not out there. So Yeah, that it, shows you the guys who are scoring. Right, and, and, and it shows that Bonus is trying to do something, but there's there's only so much that he can do before he's he throws his hands up in the air and he's like, and he's like, whoa, what, what can I do? Um, anyway, it was a lousy power play. They, But I'll give some credit to the Flames as well. It was a very solid PK by them. Um, and then a little bit later after that, uh, Hudobin had a great save on uh, Dylan Dubé. I have no idea who this Dubé guy is, uh, but he was fantastic in that first period for Calgary. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I wrote this down. And I was just like, the star scoring issues still continue. And I don't I don't know what, what else we can do to fix it at that point. Um, yeah, and... And watching the the bonus press conference, pretty much the only thing I agreed with him at during his press conference was that the stars just need to hit the net with their shots. Sagan had a had a shot in the slot, missed the net. Ben had a couple shots in the slot that he missed the net. Like we're getting high quality scoring chances, and no one could find the net. Like that's that's just individual effort that needs to be improved. And then this next thing that happened really ticked a lot of stars fans off. This next. Uh... This next goal again, it's Dubé. Again, where did this guy come from? Uh, it's he scores from Gusta Gustafsson. I'm probably saying it wrong. And Forbort at 18:02 in the yeah, first period. That that's and, on, that play was honestly just the most. It's the most piss poor effort I've ever seen from a solo defensive play. He's not even like it. It looks like Secker's not even trying on this play. He's just gliding backwards, not moving his feet at all. Dubé blows by him. Segura doesn't even put a stick out to try and stop him. Leaves Hudobin out to dry. It's literally the most, the least effort play I've ever seen on a defensive moment. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about the Segura play later in the game too, where he he's just backing off when we, he, the guy's skating into the zone with no one with him. Like you should be going up, taking the body, get the puck off of him. He, he's just showing. It's not even that Segura is a bad hockey player. It's he's just showing no effort on this team right now. Is what I've it's what I've come down to. Like, it's it's absolutely asinine that he's still on the ice. And Bonus was asked in the press conference about the difficulties that the Johns and Sekera line had. And 
Bone's response is that the forwards need to be coming back and defending the middle. And if you're wondering why this hockey team has a hard time scoring, it's because their coach is saying things like that. When a defenseman gets blown by on the outside by a nobody forward who's not even a fast skater, like, there's no way you can blame forwards for that. That shows you why the Stars aren't scoring, why they can't hold this team to less than three goals, and why we can't manufacture any wins. That All those are great points, Christian. Um, uh, we'll talk more about it here in just a second. So, going into the second period, Calgary is up 2 to nothing. Um, at the beginning of the second period, the Stars actually had a lot of chances early on. But, you know, Cam Talbot was being Cam Talbot. And uh, he had answers, it seemed like, for every single one of them. And uh, then Hudovan had another great save on uh, Monahan's, uh, or not Monahan's, Sean Monahan, not no S at the end. But uh, again, we we talked about this a little bit. I think I specifically talked about this. The stars are allowing odd man rushes, and it's, and it's like it. We want to make the excuse that the reason why they're not scoring goals is because they're playing defense. But they're not even playing defense. They're giving up these these opportunities, the odd man rushes, and that perfectly plays into Calgary style of play, which we we also talked about just yesterday with their offensive players. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, I don't know if they've had if they had that many odd man rushes. Really, I think I think Calgary's going to get odd man rushes. They're a fast team, so it's going to happen at some point. Which the stars normally, I agree with you. Normally, stars keep teams to like not to nothing, but with the Flames, it's going to happen. But none of none of their odd man rushes really look dangerous to me. Like the the two rushes they scored on were both Sekra's fault, where he gets blown by on the outside on a one on one, and then he just backs up and gives all the space in the world. So I, it, it never looked like the odd man rushes were dangerous at all, and they end up scoring on two both of the times when Sekra's on a one on one. Well, and then I wrote down after the, talking about the odd man rushes, it seemed that the Flames were playing their game, and we were just feeding their game. And then something funky happens. Uh, we The Stars get two goals, nine seconds apart. Uh, the first one is from Gary Onoff, from Haskinen and Alexiak, who get the assists on, those, on that goal at 10.52 of the second period. And then Ben gets the second goal nine seconds later from Lindell at 11.01. So it looked like those random shots from the outside, <laughs> and that those prayers that we seem to be uh, throwing, they they seem to work. Yeah, and, and, I was, and they, they were ki- they were kind of random shots, but like so Pavelski's positioning on on the Gurionov shot, the first goal, it's actually really good. He's he's set up in the slot. He's got a slight screen on the goalie, and he's taking a defender with him. So he's he knows what he's doing in that position, and that's that's what Pavelski did. He set up that goal, even though he doesn't get an assist. He gets a he gets a mental assist in my book because that's just such a good play. And and Gurionov, he's not just going to take a wrist shot from from the point to try and score himself. He he's throwing it at that to look for a deflection. So while it was slightly lucky that it went off a Calgary flame. It was very much intentional by both Pavelski and Gurionov. And the second one, same thing. Like, Radulov is right there. He's in a great position in the slot. Ben's not just going to launch a wrister from the inboards. So I think both of those, while they were slightly lucky, it was very intentional in knowing that that luck... It was setting up for a good possibility of that luck leading to a goal. 
and being a team that's being starved for goals right now, this is how we are going to score the goals. They're Get not guys going in front to be, of the net. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be shots from the point, random shots from the outside, extreme, uh, I can't think of the word, extreme ranges from the outside, angles, sorry, extreme angles from the outside. Those are the kind of shots that we need right now to get our confidence up. Um, and then I put, oh my gosh, the Hucky Gods aren't mad at us anymore. Like we, we might actually be able to pull this one off. And then as soon as I was thinking that, uh, Calgary scores a goal from Anderson, or Anderson scores the goal from Hannafin at 16:01. So, I mean, we were tied for five minutes. That's at least uh, somewhat of a win, I guess. Yeah, and that goal, that goal's mildly lucky too. It goes off Sekra sticks and stick and goes right into the top left corner. But like, still, it's a terrible defensive play. That guy's going in by himself with only four stars in the zone. That's when Sekra needs to step up and take the shot away from him instead of giving him a free shot. That's why it's such a terrible defensive effort. He has, no, he's got no awareness. He's, it, it just seems like he's not trying right now, and I have no idea why Fadun's not on the ice. Well, and so that, that was so two of the goals came from Sekera. Directly Sekera one on one. It was it was and if that happens, and, there's no reason he stays on the ice. If he's on the ice next game, I it, it our, our media members need to be holding the coach accountable and be asking him why he's continuing to play Sekera when he has yet to have a good game in this series. Well and that first goal uh was completely his fault at like one hundred percent uh and the second it, goal still is his fault. It's just a little bit luckier. He, well, and the, the, like positionally, he left way too much space. Yeah, there's no uh, reason that Anderson. guy gets a shot off on that on that and, rush. And he's a he's a defenseman. Anderson is a defenseman for the Calgary Flames, who just coming in, just trying to get a line change. And he's just like, ah, sure, why not? I'll take a shot. Now it was a great shot. Don't get me wrong. That was a great shot, and there was almost no chance for Huda Oven to catch that. It was deflected but off. Still, it was deflected off Sekera's stick. It, so it really wasn't a good shot. Yes. He was trying. He was trying to get a. He wasn't even trying to score. He was trying to get an offensive zone faceoff and put it in Hudobin's chest. Like that's how ridiculous of a defensive play it was. All right. Well, so going into the third, the stars are down three to two. So even with all the stuff that's going on, we've cut the lead in half to one, and that's very doable. And I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, we might be able to come back and make this. And then uh, at the beginning of the third period, I'm like crap the announcers say that steven johns is out and he will not return so then i'm so then in the back of my mind i'm thinking so we're down two demon sekera is sitting on the bench hopefully he's not playing and then johns is out uh but anyways uh there were a couple of good chances uh back and forth again hayskinen had another one and i believe that third line for calgary uh of sam bennett milan lucic and and uh uh, Dubé were were excellent, and they were, and they were getting a majority of those chances for Calgary. And then I, I don't know about you, Chris, but I felt that that third period started turning more into the kind of hockey that the Stars need to play in order to win. It, it was much more bumping and grinding, grinding and getting it deep and going after it and forechecking, passing it out to the point. Uh, taking a shot from the point and looking for rebounds and stuff like yeah. that. It was just more of the same problem. We, we take the shots from the point, we get the rebounds, and then we miss the net. Like for for that, there's there's no excuse for it. Players got to hit the net. That's how you're gonna score if you 
if you can put a puck on the net. And I mean, they're sitting there in the bubble. They they can do nothing but play video games and practice hockey. So I'm not sure why they're not scoring goals. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. Well, they're taking Michael them. They're Scott. just missing. So. <laughs> um, and then again, I got Haskinen's name on here again for the fourth time. Haskinen is stopped again by Talbot. So Haskinen is trying to do his do his uh his part, and he is doing it. I'll, I'll tell you a stat here when we get down to the bottom here. Um, and then in the last couple minutes of the game, it was so frustrating to watch. Because we just could not get through the neutral zone and get it deep in order to get Hodobin to the Dallas Stars bench to get that extra attacker. Yeah, I mean the, it was like throughout, throughout the game, Calgary played a pretty structured game. It was, it was it was pretty good to watch. Throughout the game, they had a one-two-two press on us. They had two guys on the attacking blue line that came in as soon as the as soon as the four checker got any kind of pressure. So I think they played really structured and really well, and I think that continued on to the end where they had two, three, two, two on the red line, three on the defensive blue line, setting up that picket fence like they talked about in the broadcast, and it was just stopping us from even getting anywhere near the zone. So I think I think we got to give a little bit of credit to Calgary's defense, but more, more so Dallas has got to figure it out. Okay, yeah, uh, that's a good point. I will give them a little bit of credit because they are a very good team. And, I mean, this is a Stars podcast, so I'm kind of nitpicking – things that the Stars should be doing better. And, I mean, we've seen them do better. I mean, we just saw it just last game against St. Louis. They looked great in that last minute, minute and a half, two minutes when they had that extra attacker out there. Well, and then we were absolutely gifted with a power play uh, from Giordano as he shot it out of the arena, or the arena, off of the ice, over the boards for a delay a game penalty, and that was about 49 seconds left. And... We we just could never materialize anything. The only thing we got was just one good shot from who else but Pavelski. And then Pavelski had a great game. And then it's still kind of a miss too because he shoots it right into the chest. So it's not even really a good shot. He's he's looking for a rebound. Hopefully but, that was what he was trying to do. It was but, a good it was a good chance, but it's it's still same thing. Shots missing the net or going straight into the logo. Right. That's not gonna go in. Yep. But but it was a shot. It was a pass across. So it wasn't north south uh, across the ice. It was east west, which is exactly what the stars need to do in order to score goals when they've got a power play like that, which they didn't do on the first one, which really sucked. Um, okay. Uh, anyways, just some general notes and some stats from today. Uh, my first one is, and I cannot believe this is true, but Sagan still does not have a shot on goal through. The entire bubble, while they're in the bubble, he doesn't have yeah. one. Yeah, this is this is the this is the first time we're saying Sagan's name, and he's in the playoffs, and he's like making the second most on the team. That's honestly ridiculous. Like, if we're gonna win, if we're like I said, if we're gonna win these hockey games, the big three guys got to score. Ben Ben finally showed up in this game. Looked like Alexander Radulov was grinding too, but Sagan's the goal scorer. He has the most points on the team. It he, he's got to show up. He, he's done nothing for a while and it's really frustrating now i will say that that tyler sagan looks like he's hurt he looked he just looks to step off and he was deemed unfit to play and at first i was thinking maybe that's just bonus you know kicking him out of the lineup because trying to give him some motivation to get in and do well but just based off of t today he, he he i mean he was irrelevant 
in this game. C kind of like how uh, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau was for the Calgary Flames. They're just non-existent. Just, I mean, that like like you said, that's the first time I've mentioned his name. This entire 20 minutes of us talking. Um, if he's hurt, let's put somebody else in who can score. Maybe Jason Robertson. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know who Anything to spark this offense right now. Yeah, but, uh, any, and we got to find Robertson, something. Robertson is a top six forward in the AHL, and I know he's an AHL top six forward, but honestly, I'll take anything at this point. Um, on a more positive note, uh, Alexiak played alongside Haskinen, and he looked great today. Yeah, what he's continuing to look good, but it, it, we, we, we can't rely on, on people like Alexiak to be the ones to bring the Stars team up. It like I, I know I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but it's got to be Ben Sagan, Roger Love. They've got to be the ones taking this team to the next round. Um, and this is the uh, next thing I have is I think we are both in agreement on this. I don't care if Johns is hurt. You scratch Sekera as well, and then you bring yeah. in two new defensemen. If Sekera's not scratched, then Stars Media needs to hold the coach's flame to the fire and ask exactly why is Sekera playing. Because today they beat around the bush a little bit. There was a question, uh, is is Fadoon available to play? And he, Bonus Simply answered, yes, he's available to play. And then uh, I think Matthew DeFrank said, was the one that asked, why is, uh, why is the Johns and Sekera line defensive pairing having trouble? And his answer was was forwards. So we got to stop beating around the bush. And s someone in the Stars media has to exact has to ask exactly why is Sekera playing. We can't we can't play nice and use use gloved hands when we're dealing with bonus. We gotta hold his feet to the fire and make him make the right decision. Because it, it's honestly ridiculous at this point. Because like continuing on, the Stars defense did their job. The top goal scorers did not score. They didn't have anything. Uh, they didn't even have scoring 100%. chances. So we put Sekera out there against the the not as dangerous guys because he sucks <laughs> and what happens the less dangerous guys score because he just gets blown by so i don't even think it's a defensive problem i think it's a sekera problem if sekera's getting beat we we can't just keep putting him out there it, it's honestly ridiculous we, we can't get beat by people who aren't gaudreau and kachuk if we get beat this series and we keep gaudreau and kachuk to like five points there's no one we can blame except for bonus for keeping sekera in the game well, and if you're Rick Bonus and you're finally listening and you take Sekera out, who do you put in? Which two? Let's assume. Well, let's just assume Johns is hurt because just the way that Johns is, and maybe it's a headache thing. I don't know, but let's just assume that you got to pull two defensemen in. Who do you pull in? Literally anybody. Anybody's better than Sekera. Harley, Bayreuther. I I don't care. I think Bayreuther. Is a better defensive defenseman. If we Harley looked kind of shaky out there, so try and give somebody else a chance. I don't know, but I really think anything's better than Sekera at this point. Yeah, I think it, you pull in Taylor Ferdoon and you pull in Joel Hanley. That's that's my opinion. And then maybe if Joel Hanley's kind of eh, maybe you give Bayreuther the opportunity because Bayreuther did play in the playoffs uh, last year, if I remember correctly. So uh, that would be good for him to come in. Um, that line of Pavelski, Garyanov, and Yamark, that was a very interesting trio. But honestly, it actually looked pretty good. Yeah, they um, were the best offensive it, line on the Stars today. 
mostly it was Pavalski and Garyanov. So and Yanmark, yeah, Yanmark was doing some. Yanmark looked, some board looked work. better this game, so he was no doing some board work. Me, the Yanmarkator. Do you replace Yanmark with Hints so you can get yes. a little bit more speed? Yes, I would. Garyanov and Rope, having them on both sides, having the ability to blow up a sideboard on both ends, would I think is a great idea. But since I did well, uh, Bones isn't probably isn't going to change it. We need some speed. We need some speed in this team right now. All right. Um, and then this is just kind of a stat. Uh, I think I kind of already mentioned this. Oh, no, I don't think I did mention this. Uh, the two goals in nine seconds in the second period was actually a franchise playoff record. And it was eclipsed by a 12-second two-goal thing by Johnson and Kirk Muller against New Jersey in the 2000. Stanley Cup Finals, so it broke that record. And then uh, the last thing I've got, uh, Chris, is that it's kind of scary, is that Calgary is getting that secondary scoring. We're not even getting primary scoring. They're getting scoring from their third line. And if you go and look at Milan Lucic, who has had a rough couple of seasons uh, stats-wise, he, he's still been a, a very effective player physically. But if you go and look at his stats, he's I think he's leading the Calgary Flames right now in points. Am I correct? Uh, I'm not sure. I I haven't looked for at their plus at their past series, but it that, that that's what I was saying earlier, right? Like our our defensive guys are they're holding Gaudreau and Kachuk in place. They did nothing. If we're putting out our lower defensive pairing and they're getting beat by the worst guys, there's no one to blame except for that lower pairing. It's it's just ridiculous. I think the Stars overall played a good defensive game, and there was two bad Sekiro moments. That that's just my opinion. Yeah, you and I are a member of that that uh, Facebook group, uh, the Corey Perry Fan Club, and uh, I think it was Josh that put up. It was Dallas Stars two, Calgary Flames one, and Andre Sekiro two. So. <laughs> That's honestly what I think it is, and that it shows throughout the game because the other defensive, uh, the other defensive pairs played great. So, I don't know. Now, I I will say as well to to get off of Sekiro's back a little bit, we still could have played better. We had opportunities to tie this game. We had opp opportunities to score. We hit the post again. Haskinen, that poor child. He cannot we, score to save his save his life. We we definitely could have played better, but the Stars' way to win is to allow less than three goals. If we can allow if we can allow two goals, the Stars can win. If we allow three goals, the likelihood of us winning goes down way more. So the fact that we're, we held them to that, other than Sekera playing, like if we had two Steven Johns playing instead of Steven Johns and a Sekera, I think we win game two, the game 2-1, to one, or at least go into overtime 2-2. Two to two. All right, any final thoughts? Sekera sucks. Bench him. <laughs> Uh, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I'm getting from this from this game, too, is he, he needs to be benched. We need some different people. And, you know, maybe even bench some of the uh, forwards, too, that should be scoring and they're not. Maybe it's Radulov's turn to sit down. And now, I know he looked better with, you know, going it deep into the zone and taking the puck and stuff like that. But we need people who can score. We need people who can score. And we're not getting that. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all for listening in. Uh, game two is going to be Thursday at 930. And it's a 
crazy late game. Uh, I hate it. And it's going to be the same on Friday for game three. And it's going to be broadcast on Fox Sports Southwest. If you want to listen to Josh Bogorod and Razor. Or if you want to listen to dumb commenters. Uh, you can go to NBCSN and watch it on there too if you don't get Fox Sports Southwest. And it's also going to be on 96.7 FM, the ticket, also on 13.10 AM. Uh, follow us on Twitter at StarcasticR, and we also have a Facebook page, Starcastic Remarks. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And last thing, Chris, say something. Anything. Sucker sucks. Sucker sucks. Thank you all for tuning in. Y'all have a good evening. Go Stars. Go Stars.